This is JFM Podcast. Good morning to you. Welcome to Let's Talk on your super feel good radio station, G101.9 FM. The time at the hour is 9 o'clock and it is the 26th day of April 2023. And as I always say, allow me to welcome you to another new dispensation. And allow me to welcome you to um, a transitioning um, era. Yes, let me put it that way. We're seeing some people come and go, exiting and incoming. And um, Nigerians are looking forward to May 29th. And to see um, what the new administration would give to Nigerians, what hope they will be giving to Nigerians. Would they be able to change the already um, pandemonium um, crisis that we are in, or would they bring succor to it? Um, we would know come May 29, as we see um, the transition committees ranging from 10-man to 13-man to 64-man. All, all the numbers keep increasing, and I'm wondering why... There are so many numbers. But anyway, welcome. My name is Abigail Seaman and I'm not alone. I'm joined by Mikael Misi. Mikael, lovely morning to you. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning to all our listeners. It's a beautiful day to be here again. And while I do not want to talk about football, I think it's a beautiful day to expect the unexpected <laughs> today. Are you all on that? <laughs> no, as no fans, I, I love you all. I love you all so much. But, you know, before we start conversation today, I was thinking of a few things. And one of them was um, Nigeria. I, I'm part particular about here in Plateau State, our inabilities to accept different opinions when it comes to political issues. Um, I think Nigerians have, I don't know if we have been beaten or we have been, we've learned how to be so stagnant in our thought process that when we ask questions, when people who are not in our political parties, when people who do not support our candidates ask questions of our candidates, people are quick to push back. And I think that is a very disturbing situation. Um, the president-elect, you know, came back to the country, beautiful. Even though I don't know why we are celebrating a president-elect coming back to the country, I really don't understand why it's a thing of joy. You are the president of a country. It's like Obama leaving for holidays and he comes back and we all are rejoicing. It's when he was president. Like, you are supposed to be here. This is... is Typical example, you go on, on a break and then you come back after a while. Thank God you're back, but nobody's going to come and give you flowers at the airport. Hello, thank you, Abigail, for coming back. It's your walk. And the Jarawa dancer. And the Jarawa so dancer. I like, so, I, like um, I do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that Nigerians need to understand that for us to get better society, we need to start to ask questions and peel beyond the surface. Yesterday, I read an article on New York Times um, about, the, about democracy and its sustainability, you know, in the current 21st century. And I think one of the tenets, one of the basics of a progressive democracy is the ability of, for people to ask questions and consistently seek answers. There is no Eldorado when it comes to any form of government, whether it's, you know, democracy or communism, whichever one you want to, you know, pitch your thoughts with. And if we are not open to asking questions and answering those questions, we will stay stuck in a place. And this is also a charge to the incoming government from here in the states, Plateau states, even to the president-elect. You need to be open so people asking you questions, whether or not those questions fit into what you think they should ask you, it doesn't matter. The job of the citizens, the job of the everyday person you're supposed to lead is to 
ask questions. If you tell me I am going to do ABC, I have a right to ask you how. If you even tell me how, I have a right to ask you when and where will you do it. These questions are important. If you think they are dumb, you can explain to me your 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 wisdom and prove to me they are dumb. But don't don't dismiss my questions because they don't fit into your box. And I and I expect that you know incoming government, especially here in the state, are open to questions. Are open to even opposing parties asking tough questions. If we do not open ourselves to these truths, if not open ourselves to diversity of opinions and questions, we will stay stuck. And, you know, four years is a long time to, you know, to keep yourself in one position. And finally, there's a quote, I don't know who said this, the person says, um, strong people hold on to strong opinions loosely, Why dumb people hold on to loose opinions strongly. So if you want to be a leader, hold on to your strong opinions loosely and be open to be questioned and questioned right. Good morning, people. Good morning. And um, joining us today this morning for the discussion, uh, we have Dr. Nyong'o Philip, and we also have Comrade Steve. He's an Arsenal fan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Comrade Steve. I look a lovely morning to you both, and welcome to the show. Um, good morning, Abigail. Good morning, Emeka. Good, good morning, Mr. Steve. Morning, sir. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> and happy new Nigeria to all of us. Yeah, that is coming from the lips of an optimistic Nigeria. And uh, we have, we've had our listeners call us and tell us uh, we should not have uh, expectations. In fact, we should zero it and have 0.00%. But let's begin the conversation. Um, May 29, which is inauguration. Every um, <clears throat> governor-elect, governors who are still on seat, have um, their transition committee putting up together a plan here and there. Uh, let me ask you, Dr. Philip, first of all, um, what are the roles of transition committees? What do they help do? What, what, um, what, what um, responsibility do they perform? Okay. Um, to to start off, I would love to say um, big congratulations to Plateau people and a big congratulations to Nigerians um, across the skip. Um, it's been a makeshift of um, immense um, um, successes and highs and lows, um, but um, Nigerians have come up quite strongly and um, our democracy is evolving. And... Um, naysayers and um, pessimists have really had a bad experience in the course of um, the electioneering cycle. Mm. Um, having said that, it wasn't an expression of um, the tragedies that were expected, mm. and that is why transition committees are now in place. As um, the title would um, express and explain, transition committees okay mm. um sure a transitioning from um the past eight years into um the next um, democratic dispensation yeah. we're not having a halting a disruption of the democratic journey but we are having a transitioning from one democratic um, um leadership frame to another democratic leadership frame and um um, as the transition committees across the country are set up, yeah. um, we're beginning to see a great degree of the expression of what voters voted for mm. in the characters of um, the persons appointing transition committees and the persons exiting, setting up their own components of um, what they expect to transition out, to mm. transition to the next um, leadership arrangements. So we clearly are seeing an expression of the kind of um, I would say inherent um, capacities of 
existing frames okay. and incoming establishments. Mm. So, um, to be very frank, you would see um, a whole lot of, um, uh, I would say, characters expressed in transition committees. Mm. You would see uh, as in numbers, as in um, adherence to diversity issues across um, ethnicity, across belief, across um, discipline, uh, a gamut of um, issues that make up um, this republic and this um, state and across Cape, um, the constitution of our republic. Mm -hmm. So um, to my mind, um, transition committees um, would continue to serve the purpose of ensuring that our democracy is um, what it ought to be. And um, the questions would be, as we attempt to review and critique, of course. what really um, would these committees um, uh, function as? Exactly. But greatly, um, terms of reference are clearly spelt out, and um, these committees would be acting within the confines of their terms of reference, whether they be on the exiting government side or in the incoming um, elected frame. Mm. So um, uh, our republic is striving, our republic is moving along the path of continuation for democracy, which mm. is a great stride that should be celebrated. We're not having disruptions like others are having. Mm. There are disruptions in Sudan now. Yes, there, there are disruptions around other spaces in Africa. So for us, it's, it's quite um, something to celebrate. It is a job in progress mm. we cannot be pessimistic <laughs> about there's so many things yes. to be quite celebratory mm. about all right let me come to you comrade steve um i've seen a few lists of um, some governors elect and um, the ones existing um existing actually i've seen their um, list of um, committee transition committee members that of the B bcm of plato state has is a 10-man committee um that of um, the president-elect is a 13-man committee 14. 14? 14. 14. 14. 14. Yeah, it's 14 now. Now, nah, who did he add? <laughs> 21 anyway. <laughs> well, 14, 13. That of um, the president who is leaving has 22. Um, that of um, Enugu. The governor, the, um, the present governor, had, I think his committee was quite a number. Here a number on states. the plateau, yeah, right. quite a number too. I've seen that of um, Enugu, that 62. of 662 and all of that. Um, one of the major questions for me, and I'm sure maybe Nigerians are also eager to hear, what are the criteria uh, that have been put in place to select those people who are part of the transition committee? Is it just politicians? Is it technocrats? What, what are the criteria? Is it just, you know what, I feel this person can do it, so I put the person there, or this person is my brother, or is it now a family affair? Because as they always say, politics is relatives coming and asking their friends to declare them as winners. So, I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Thank you very much. Uh, I think first and foremost, I'll go spiritual before coming to the issue. If you listen and read your Bible very well, the story of uh, Adonijah and Absalom and Solomon. Mm. If you read within the lines, it was clear that many people follow Adonijah and Absalom yeah. against the king as of that time. But at the end of the day, if you also critically look at how Solomon became king, it's a matter of who and who was in the transition process. And if you also read the scripture within the line, where I say, and they help the king. So transition is meant to help incoming governor to be governor indeed, mm. or to be lesser in excellency. Mm. 
And either we like it or not, the mindset of these people and how they are brought on board will go a long way to affect the productivity they are going to give. Mm. And uh, to me, um, I don't celebrate much of a transition committee. Like you said, their terms of reference is clear. As far as I'm concerned, it's more of a secretarial job. They don't have the power to prove. They don't even have enough time to ask critical questions. And then if you put all this together, I think uh, I can sum up the transition committee as uh, uh, more motion than movement. What, what I want to ask, what exactly did you do? Because from, my, from what I know, they are supposed to, like you said, what did, are they supposed to tell the incoming president or governor, oh, these are the numbers here. What, what is their job job, job description. descriptions particularly? Because yeah. I am wondering, because like you said, uh, May 29th is here, you're inaugurating transition committee in what, in two weeks, in months before. What are they going to do from now until that time to ensure that whoever is coming to office does their job well? Just like I said, the story of uh, Adonija, Absalom, and Solomon. They all had men. But the Bible qualified the one with Solomon as mighty men of David. Men of vision, men that have worked with David, that know what it means to governance. And they were able to help Solomon to become king. And Adonijah and Absalom lost, even with all their jamboree. A great lot. If we have a functional civil service, a functional civil service that have its capacity, you don't need any transition committee. Because at the end of the day, whatever the transition committee has, it's, it's is still, still going to go to the table of some uh, expert, either technical expert and their advisors to the governor and the rest of it. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a waste of uh, money and time and resources. Mm. And why do I say so? Uh, like what you have said, there's no template across the party line. We've not seen a PC coming and say, okay, this is our template for having a transition committee. We've not seen it from the PDP. So it's just whom the governor wants. Just like Adonijah and Absalom, they, they selected the people they think can help them. And at the end of the day, they help them to be a failure. Mm. And, but the ones that understand the game plan, help Solomon to become a better king and, and the rest of it. So if you put all this together, where we have a functional civil service, you don't need a transition committee. It's just summing up the handing over note and the governor meeting them in one meeting or the other. And they summarize everything for the government. But most importantly... The governor, if he will be excellent indeed, must go beyond whatever any transfer committee is bringing on board. Because like you said, some of them are bringing sentiment on board. Mm. Some of them are victim in past government, and now they feel it is our turn. Mm. And now they want to punish other people. So you must have a mind of your own. Like David told Solomon, anybody that must be king must be just and rule in the fear of God. So if you were able as governor to Need out what and what is not. You get it right. Let me quote, I think Jordan, I forgot how to pronounce his name. That was the leader of, a, uh, I said IBB, of a Buari Transition Committee. She said deliberately they went after Okonjo Nwala to see if they can pin her. And that's all true. They realized they couldn't pin her. Mm. So if you have a mindset of a committee coming on board, to deal with uh, opposition or to even deal with some people within their party. Because if you look at where we are today on the plateau, when Governor Lalon was coming on board, there was a lot of goodwill. Yeah. A lot of young people worked with him at the transition level. The recommendation they gave to what intent and purpose, they didn't use it. The same thing with Baba, Baba Jang. 
In most cases, people just think it's a party affair. Mm. You bring people on board on sentiment, primordial sentiment, not positive. And at the end of the day, they finish the report, you dump it. Mm. Mm. And that is the challenge of this country. As, as unweighty as the report may be, you dump it. Mm. But let me tell you, and I'm placing this before the, the new governor, and those are coming up. Any governor that is serious about his state, you should go and pick 2014 confab report and pick the recommendation and see the one that your state can tap in and begin to use it. Because if you are looking at the transition, the ones that are handing over will play their own politics. Of course. Yes. And the ones that are sitting will play their own politics. Because those who want to cover whatever misgiving they have. True. So you may not even have the truthful data. That's why I say you, they don't even have time to probe. But a sitting governor should be able to have his own expert. People that believe in his vision. People that are not uh, sentimental. And let me, let me bring Fashola here. So Fashola, when he was in government, was not playing politics. was strictly a chief of staff. Also. And, and he helped the governor to excel. So you must critically look for those type of, beyond the transition committee, look for those critical type of people that can help you. So that at the end of the day, you are able to pick that confab report and see where can Plato make the best thing. Let me tell you, I want both committee to tell us before the handing over the, the debt profile of each local government, the mm -hmm. debt profile of the state, and these are the things that they will hide. I also want them to also tell us that those that have served under uh, Lalon have declared their assets uh, before. I, I think that, that is what Nigerians are. <laughs> no, we must take it beyond uh, just limited agenda of... Uh, a code of conduct. I think no. I think one of the things that they Place think is just paper exchange and, and that's so it. So we must go beyond paper exchange so that mm. it can also help the incoming government to pick up. True. So it's very, very it's Nigerians, just like he said, we must celebrate Naya, but let me quickly add. Mm. If we say we are evolving, we should also critically ask ourselves, what are we evolving into? Are we evolving into election that is not transparent, that is not accountable? Are we evolving to a position where the umpire will on his own subvert his own rule? So when mm. we say we have not disrupted uh, democracy, I don't believe in it. <laughs> because the institution of democracy is not being built, it's not being strengthened. Yeah. If we strengthen it, okay, let's come. I want to want to see from this committee the mm. recommendation they are going to make about local government autonomy mm. and how election we hold in local government as at when to. Luckily, a good number of announcements of appointment we've seen on the plateau. Some of them were former local government, government chairman. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. the incoming governor was, was a former local, local government chairman. chairman. So we, I also want to see their recommendation that, Mr. Governor, don't do what happened to you. Because we've seen it in repeated decimal. Yes. You come, you whisk everybody. Away, and at the end people. of the day, the people suffer the rural area. All right. I, I wanted to ask both of you. I'll start with you, Dr. Philip. Um, when, when picking a transition committee, is, are there criteria, like he said, a lot of times we, we feel that transition committees are usually amongst party, party lawyers, right? Okay, this guy works for me, let him be part of it. However, um, the president-elect transition committee, some say it is made up of technocrats, and there are those who say, hey, you were not inclusive enough to bring egos into the committee. Is inclusivity supposed to be a yastic when picking a committee, or the ability of the people to do the job you want them to do be the yastic? So, um, very great question, America, and, and just to quickly um, shed more light on the issues around transition. 
um, whether governments would have a standardized protocol of how transitioning should be um, or not. Um, there must be a transitioning management um, personnel frame. Okay? And within the confines of having a transitioning management personnel frame, you must have some um, appointment um, yardstick of persons yes. to of participate in transitioning. And that is the sense behind having um, the synergy between politics and governance. Okay? There, is, there sure would be a bridge between politics and governance. And that is where the setting up of transition committees usually would come in. The world over this would be the practice. And if you find that as a critical component of a movement into governance, then the character of the administration would come to bear. Because if, if, you, find, if you find a government that would have failed in managing diversity, trace the composition of its first actions in setting up a team to drive governance in the mm -hmm. sense of a transition committee. So to be clear, whatever you would find as the character or, or the expression of the persona of an administration, it would be expressed even uh, in the beginning of such a frame. And I dare say that, for instance, on, for us on the plateau, you could see um, the heralding of um, the kind of um, the ten-man um, list um, drafted by the governor-elect. Mm. A quite um, delicate tightrope of selecting ten men from a vast army of persons that participated. And to, to the best of my reviews and understanding, it served a very outstanding um, component of appraisal. In fact, a very commendable selection process. Is it diverse very enough for you? Sorry. Is it diverse? Is, is the selection Absolute, is it is it ten man, is it is it diverse enough for you? Absolutely diverse enough for ten men. All right. for because ten if you I ha I have I have a, for, I have for ten men because okay. if you pick yeah. if you pick ethnicity mm. you pick um, professional um, career demands multidisciplinary demands mm. you pick um, interfaith demands you pick age grade demands you pick the diversity um, issues around the plateau. In fact, you would be. Just pick all the matrices and try to objectively review what this um, um, this governor-elect um, with his team did. You, you sure should give him a clean bill of um, health and say this was quite outstanding. This was quite reflective of the plateau situation. And this was quite, um, I would say, even healing of the plateau situation. Because you sure would, if you understand the plateau, yeah. you sure would see that the way the votes came in, and the way that um, there's been a setup of a transitioning frame by him, there has been no idea of a vindictive tendency, okay, or a drive to service some people over others. This, this is a reflection of how I think um, putting actions towards, I think, by Sakala Mutuang would be an all-inclusive governor as exemplified even in this election of just 10 men. Mm -hmm. Because every scape of society has been carried along in the true sense of this action. Because selecting 10 men mm. from a cosmopolitan Nigeria living on the plateau, very tight rope to take. And I think that rope has been walked through diligently with all sense of purpose and with all objectivity without the fireworks of um, exclusion. Or You sure would, would find some complaints, but remember it's only 10 men. 
only 10 men. And I think to the best of what has been expressed, a fair selection that would be carried on into governance. Because if you were to be like what we've had in, in the most recent past, yeah. like eight years ago, you sure will be having a lumping of some ethnic concerns. You'll be having numerous numbers of persons from particular locations, numerous numbers of persons from particular faiths. Mm. Okay, but you're not seeing that. Well, I, I, want, I wanted to draw your attention to yeah. that of the Caleb Mufan's committee. Um, it, might, it might seem like I'm sounding a bit biased or anything, but I didn't see the inclusivity of the gender female because it's yeah, a 10... Yeah, female, just female, yeah. It's really, a hajj, there's oh, a hajj out there. Exactly. It's yeah, just exactly. one out of, t- out of 10. Uh, like, 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 like he said, like so, he said, like he said. So, I'm so just I said, being biased. I, <laughs> I, said, I, I would have loved that the, rope, the, the numbers be even 5-5. Five five. Five five. Come if you on. put five women and five men and it makes up the committee ten, five um, women you think that are really, really incredible and can do the job and five men Come that on. can also Come do on. it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be you including the women as, for the on. fact that he has a woman as a deputy? Big, big commendation. That is just across, one. Across the Niger. Across the Niger. <laughs> it might just okay, be me just, being biased, okay? Adama, across mm. the Niger. Just Plato and Adama. I must give it to Barista Caleb Mutvan for being outstanding, okay, in giving this demographics diligent attention. One. <laughs> just one. A very outstanding one. One. Really? <laughs> outstanding one. There are other astound- There are more astound- outstanding. So, so ones. back to the back to the meat of the matter. Getting the job done. Exactly. Yes, with women included. Yes, with all of the diversity concerns. Mm. Giving diligent attention. I beg to really appeal that if we consider the job to be done, um, to get. Um, to get the venue set, it, it's really to get handing over notes, handed over. There is a whole lot of work to be done. Mm. And women would sure be carried along because it was even stated that there would be um, subcommittees um, to be set up by the governor-elect, okay? The team of the governor-elect. Mm. So numerous women would sure find space because there's been an expression that um, this um, governor-elect's <laughs> team would not be gender-biased. Right. Because on a team of two, he considered women. All right. Uh, 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 Two uh, positions. Uh, <laughs> on a team of a ticket, the governor and his deputy, he considered women 50 50. I'm not, I'm, not I'm not somebody who likes to uh, flag the whole um, gender, putting everybody. But for, I feel like for a, gov- or for a government. We should give him credit for the team of two picking a woman. For two out of how many? Uh, for the ticket. The governor and his deputy. I think, let me come in at this point. Yeah. Uh, it's very important that uh, the concept of inclusion be driven to the highest level. Of course. Why Nigeria and Plato had find himself in what we find ourselves, I call self-inflicted injury, is because we have not taken into cognizance the history of the Plato. That as far as I'm concerned, should be competing with uh, the best countries in the world, if not the best states in Nigeria. So if you look at that factor, the concept of inclusion is key. Mm. And either you like it or not, our constitution does provide for it. And if you are an executive governor, executive president, and you are not sensitive to that, it will take a lot of uh, steam out of your government. Why am I saying so? I also want to see in that list how many people are physically challenged. Mm. So these are the issue. Mm. And, and I think it's not out of place for what uh, she had just said, that women should be more than one, either you like it or not. And I think this issue of subcommittee and the rest, uh, I wish I can advise the governor. We don't need all this jamboree. 
Exactly. Let me tell you, handing over can be done in the office of the president, on the governor. Mm. You can do it in one of these uh, official offices. You don't need the jamboree. We must begin to cut down waste and cost of governance. We're going mm. to come to that. I was going to ask you the, the whole, when I saw the whole activity that comes with the transition committee, there's um, bringing in of the VIPs. There's also, uh, I'm sure the VIPs, you don't expect them to come crawling. They'll definitely take flights and all of that. Who's going to be paying for that? There's going to be food. Who's going to, um, let me not say food the, like that, but welfare. The transition committee, who, do get paid. Who's going to be paying for, for that? It. My brother, let me tell you. I'm sure they are going to be paid because for every office holder who sits gets paid. So for transition committees, I want to believe that they will be paid. Apart too. from that, mm. time is spent, resources is spent, and the rest of it. What I'm saying is this. Is it necessary? That we don't need it. Let's save that money. That's why I said, let them bring the depth profile of each local government. You will realize that some of this jamboree, we don't need it. It's only in this country you construct a culvert of 100,000 and use 1 million to do what? To inaugurate do, do it. Open it. Exactly. <laughs> I think we must move away from that culture, mm. realizing that uh, we need resources to run governance. Mm. To me, if it takes place in his office, it's okay. The most important thing is the oath of office. And that oath can be taken in whatever climb and the rest of it. The most important thing is the business of governance. Because when we bring people from all over, the local government money will go in. No matter what anybody will say, the local government chairman will bring people. Mm. And then the party will bring people. And all these things are not free gifts. We must begin to run away from that uh, mentality. of the. It's, it is not that changeover that matters. It is the program. And I'm sure that even it's people, even people that attending are, need, are, are looking forward to having something. It's in fact a huge um, demand and the paradigm of discussing Nigerian politics and the design of governance is drifting towards um, greater accountability in governance and greater um, conservation of lean resources in governance. Mm. However, there are huge demands for governance, okay? There, there are huge... Um, government is not just a, a simple um, box that... government. The size of government is not just... An office. You have a wide design of ministries, departments, and agencies within the state, outside the state. Mm. And when you're taking over power, you really need to have a diligent audit of what you're taking over. And you really need to have a thorough review of what you are taking over to lead. Mm. Because if you if you shabbily come on board, I believe you would be taking responsibility for a shabby system. Now, there is a need to diligently see through what would be the asset base and liability base of whatever you're taking over. Mm -hmm. And that must be done within the confines of clear cost preservation. I, I don't subscribe into this reckless jamboree of, um, of um, transition. But we must strike a balance of very diligent transitioning. That is why we need an establishment to, even if you do it in an office, there must be a frame to manage transitioning. Uh, even if it would just be a judge to come and um, swear and you move, you must have a person to manage the logistics of getting the chairs or whatever furniture <laughs> to drive transitioning. So that design, no matter how small, transitioning would remain a very critical component of our democracy. And as we find that, the composition of persons that drive this transitioning, as you've seen yes. within the appointment frame of Vice Caleb Mutfan, captains of industry, 
legal personnel, an SAN is, is there, yeah. by Star Bar. Yeah. Okay. Um, professors are there. Um, legislative persons with legislative experience are there. The current speaker, in fact, the authentic speaker. Yes, it's actually part assembly. of the committee. Okay. Um, so if you if you move through the scape mm. of that committee. Um, just that you should have queries and questions about the gender, um, gender, gender balance. Yes. Yeah. But if you move through it, you would find and that and the physical challenge, challenge um, yeah. composition. But you should agree with me that there has been a thorough consideration of what would drive the very essence of taking over government within the confines of what the demands are to take an audit of what would be taken over and what would be used in driving governance over the next um, term. Four and uh, in fact, in the next eight years, hopefully. Four years. Four okay. years. So <laughs> as, as that goes on, if he as, that goes on four as, years. as that goes on, I'm sure there would be immense performance over mm. the, because we've seen what the performance index is within the confines of managing diversity, a very diverse space um. with plateau people having fair representation across all the shades of um, um, concerns that make up the plateau space. So I dare say that there wouldn't be this jamboree. Uh, it was just a very strategic uh, cluster. It wasn't a jamboree to inaugurate them. It wasn't a frivolous expression of um, yeah. of um, a wastage of resources to even inaugurate them. There has been a great expression and design of conservative... Uh, you know a good um, uh, weekend from the Friday and Thursday? So they say. From the campaigns. You've seen how uh, modest the campaigns of Mumbai Sakala Mutuan has been. It, it hasn't been with um, the frame of um, lavish spending, of, um, you know, a diligent establishment from the kind of um, characterization or expression of character of that frame, even within campaigns. And I dare say, within the confines of this um, appointment, quite fair, but the knocks have been fair in terms of including more um, considerations for diversity. But I dare say, 10 men, how much can you do? All right. How um, much can you, you can, do? You can, do so, you can only do so much. I, I was going to ask, um, you know, when the transition committee, what exactly, I know you, you, you've said that, you know, they're supposed to help the new government get into power. But my biggest question is, what how do they have like, okay, these are the things you're supposed to do. These are the numbers you're supposed to give me. Because, for example, I know that you, are, you know, go to you know, the ministries and press that out to get the data. How did you perform? What are the you know, lapses we have and all of that? But going forward, this committee, they are dissolved, obviously, after they've gone into government. Is there like a plan that these people who were, quote-unquote, like overseers into leading you from being out of government to government, do they have a place in the government going forward? And to go, uh, in, moving from there, is there a plan for, for us in the plateau that whoever is in the transition committee takes up, quote-unquote, important position because i want to believe that these people as they are technocrats they are you know vast in whatever field you are going to be working in is there like a plan okay you guys are done with this because of what you've done i do like you said there's no templates what you're supposed to do what's what kpi is supposed to meet so we don't even know what they're supposed to do but is there like a plan for them to move from there and to move into governments or the government's coming to power and continue quote unquote their good work as the government is in power I think first and foremost, I, I still want to critique the term man. Tokenism should not be part of the game. And he said that uh, the deputy, this is not the first time we have a female deputy on the plateau. Of course not. And of course the so. issue is mm. not just the deputy, allowing the office to function and function well and rightly. Mm. Even on the plateau, we have professors 
doctors being deputy, but at the end of the day, the functionality of their office is not allowed because it's either they are overwhelmed or sometimes they are not oh, even, hands even are the right place mm. in, in governance. So I think we want to see in this government that promise that there's going yeah. to be more of gender reflection, yeah. mm -hmm. more of other people. We should begin to see it now. He said mm -hmm. the weekend that we go, we see it on Friday. We should also see it here. But having mm -hmm. said that, let me also critique one angle. If I was the governor, I won't bother the speaker in this committee. Rather, Why? Why? I will bother him to <laughs> go and get the House of Assembly seated. There are two important bills mm. that if care is not taken, if the Plateau State Assembly does not do something positive of that bill, we'll have to start over. A gender equal opportunity bill and the uh, uh, violence against a uh, uh, person of VAP. Mm. These are critical law. It has gone to the executive. There's need for little amendment. And because of uh, the fight of uh, uh, personality who, 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 class, yes. mm. rather I will, have, I will have allowed the speaker to face that business mm. so that we can still get the little we can get out of the night assembly mm. rather than moving him to the transition committee. committee. Then beyond that, I also want to say that uh, the issue of uh, gravitating from transition committee mm. to either an appointee, this thing, mm. it shouldn't be automatic yeah. ticket. It should be, do you earn it? Is it on merit? Mm. And will it promote inclusivity? Yeah. It's also very important yeah. because we need it on the plateau. We need it in Nigeria. So this other factor, and most importantly, does the man, the woman, have the fear of God? Yeah. So that at the end of the day, if I'm a governor, I will not look for bootlickers mm. because you'll find out that some people, because they find themselves in transition committee, they begin to lick the boot of the governor mm. so that they can get appointed and at the end of the day, mm. they don't help the governor. Mm. So my advice to the governor, if you take it, get critical people that will challenge you on policy, mm. but that will help you to implement program. So that at the end of the day, don't get carried away that uh, because they serve in the company. If they serve well yes. and they have something to bring on board, fine. But if they don't, don't make it automatic ticket. It's not party affair. Right. It's only in the party, the governors and those whoever they like. Mm. And nobody there asks question either you are like Ogio. It's from <laughs> the same word, the same local government. government and, <laughs> and you say you are promoting inclusiveness. So fundamentally it should be on merit, yeah, but okay. you must also realize that you have to promote other factors. So just to pick up from there, meritoriously, um, there's been an appointment of um, 10 persons to serve um, on a transition frame from the governor-elect side, mm. where we're in fact excusing and not discussing what the, the, um, the outgoing frame. One, yes. Uh, yes. As it is, that, that seems not to have the kind of publicity it needs. We're not, we're not critiquing it. We're not reviewing it. We don't even I personally have not even seen, I don't know if I've seen the okay. list of... So, um, transitioning the on the part members. of an exiting frame should not be shrouded in needless silence. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because there is, a need, there is a need for... There's a need for some accountability, of course. some transparency, mm. not mm. some, enormous. Enough. Okay, mm. because we need we need a system that we would place blame and place critique, place um, clear demands and questioning. Mm. You you raise questions of questioning the establishment, questioning the design of governance. Mm -hmm. Okay. No democracy should go on without the kind of tolerance to dissent. That was where America started off. Okay, mm. we must, as a people, be able to tolerate the kind of questioning that the system demands. Yeah, of course. We must be tolerant to critique. 
no democracy thrives around the world without an inherent capacity and uh, huge um, base to accommodate questioning. Mm -hmm. You are elected in the first instance to accommodate immense questioning. Questioning to things you, you would even question why, but why you, don't have, yes. you don't have the capacity as far as the democracy to say you are turning a deaf ear to questioning. And these are the kind of issues and the kind of designs that brought us here. Mm -hmm. Why we in fact even have a design that is transitioning in the first instance. I yeah. want, I want we, to work we, had a, we had an establishment in the past that had severe intolerance to dissent. Because and of our time, I'm sure we want to open the phone lines for our, our listeners. <laughs> we must, to, we to must be able to accommodate dissenting mm. opinions like um, Mr. Luko is making. Okay, mm. there, are, there are very huge gaps even in the 10-man list. Okay, How can that be amended? But in fact, in expressing the list uh, yesterday, uh, the governor-elect expressed that this show would sure receive the kind of critique it deserves. But I but think, it I went think he, through, he, it went through the fact that he has the process. open mind, I yeah, think that's what exactly. Mika was trying to say, that the exactly. mind is open for you exactly. to accept that. Exactly. Uh, mm. exactly. So I think um, it's work in progress and um, it's, a good, it's a good start that this is coming at this time and it's coming with an acceptance of a huge tolerance for dissent. And just on a lighter note, it's almost like when those um, people get the appointments, they leave the fear of God at the door. Uh, shut it out there and just enter. This will carry on with the fear of God with and the, with the human mind. <laughs> well, we'll put the phone lines right now for uh, you to be a part of the conversation. And you can also be a part of the conversation on our social media handles. On Facebook is facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and of Twitter at JFM Joss. And the numbers to call this morning 09 055 or 081-218-77777. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. M morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Zira. I'm calling from Costa. All right, Zira, go ahead. 50 seconds, please. Hello, I recommend the children to receive the monthly message. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Uh, but there is something... Critical that uh, Mr. Stephen and which I find it very difficult to believe that it will ever exist in this part of the world. What is that? That you said that the, the present governor elect should not do to the chairman of all this local government that insists now because he was one the chairman of the local government and being removed illegally. It, I'm, I'm not sure if that can be possible in the part of this world. It is only somebody that has fear of God and have the rule of law that obey constitution and not that yes, these people will be elected and will allow it. But even if we know, we know that it will be hard in the part of this place. All right. I pray that you just step up and then follow his people and then allow them to finish their tenure. Then maybe we'll have we affair that one that will bring you local government chairman. No. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for that um, contribution. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Do well to call us back. 09055666699008121877777. Please turn down the volume of your radio set or move away from it. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Loud and clear. Please, can you turn down the volume of your radio set or move away from it, please? Hello. Yes, please. All right. What's your name? Welcome to Harrison the show. Harrison from Refuge. All right, Harrison. Harrison from Refuge. All right, go ahead. You know, it's quite 
disappointing. For example, um, the inauguration. Um, I don't think the jamboree is quite necessary in this regard okay. uh, because we are already operating a Westfield uh, government. So if they can cut down the cost of governance, I think it will go a long way uh, towards uh, resuscitating our economy. So all the is quite unnecessary. No. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do have a lovely day. 09055666699 or 08121877777 or be a part of the conversation on our social media platform www.facebook.com forward slash JFMJOS and off Twitter at JFMJOS. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you very much. My name is Sadi Kumar. I'm calling from TTRT Junction. Sadi Kumar, go ahead. 50 seconds, please. Yes, you see, this issue of transition committee is something that is very, very clear. I think in the inauguration, the governor of stated yeah, these people are not meant to be paid. That to say that they are there to help the government mm. in terms of uh, handing over. So I think it is very, very clear that it is a unity of purpose and of achievement that brings these people together. Mm. And that really shows that the government wants to be a transparent. That's why he has his own cabinet that he trusts and they have the capacity to, to, to take over the handing over. So even though the handing over is not something that we send and hope, there's a lot of things that the governor cannot do only him. Mm. I think it's a good, very, very sad one. And the kind of the personnel that he brings on board, everybody is uh, accolated. I think we should give the governor the recommendation because we don't, we, we don't have to say uh, something that he says is not, he, he has not been swearing in. We do not see his action of how his leadership is going on. So I think we don't have to conclude in his own way of starting of the administration. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you so much, Adi Kumar. Do have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Bigda Jusa. All right, Jusa, go ahead. 50 seconds, please. All I have to say this morning is uh, the incoming governor of this state, by the grace of God, yes. we perform better than the this one that are about to do because we, we, we are even happier, happier for them to live because they did not do well on plateau. See everything turned upside down. Everybody know what happened in this administration. So we are just even this guy to fourteen days now remain my is is, a, uh, is about three years on my own side. <laughs> so next thing just Take them just do and pack all the updates. They, they should be quick about it, okay? God bless you this morning. Thank you and so much. Down, yeah, right. it's the fact that Jitsa says in the administration, he referred them to as this one. <laughs> as if they are lacking of any. <laughs> oh, funny. A lovely morning to you. Good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call us back 90 Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Hello? Dr. Fentola is my name. All right. Dr. where are you calling us from? 
I'm calling you from the Ring Road, Lauchun Ring Road. All right, Lauchun, go ahead. Yes, um, just to contribute to your discourse. Yeah. A transition committee is very, very necessary. Um, the essence of transition by my own little, I mean, the transition committee by my little understanding is to make the outgoing government put their records right. Hello, Dalton, are you there? All right, Dalton, do well to call us back. I think we'll take this call and then we'll read comments off our social media page. Hello, good morning. Morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Shikness MB. All right. My name is Shikness, the young governor. Oh, the young, right, gov- young governor. The young governor. Good morning, welcome to the show. Yes, Go ahead. Uh, how is your work, ma'am? Very fine, thank you so much. Go ahead, this morning. Okay. Um, the, my contribution is this. Um, the governor cannot do his, his, cannot do something of his own except of his, except of the um, master of rest and the council of kings. And then the DVD also they can him. So by contribution. All right, thank you and so much. Also, and also people you should help me to pray that God will make me after after Caleb and any other governor that will come mm. then it will be me. It will the be next you. president. The next governor. All right. I need Thank you so Bye-bye. much. Bye. Thank you so much. Do have Thank a lovely you. day. Okay. No, I wish you all the I best. I wish you man. all the best. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I be your VP? Your, your, your deputy. Your deputy. Uh, on Facebook, Albert Akaya Dagzer says, There was an overwhelming lesson learned from the last election. Starting from the primaries through to the elections, Nigerian electorates are becoming more and more conscious of governance, especially of good governance, which largely inspires their decisions of a choice leader. Now, the ball is in the courts of those elected into the various offices, especially the first-timers, to prove whether or not they deserve second term. Um, Kevin Lewis then says, The transition committee is a total waste of time and resources. They don't have any job description whatsoever. Let the president-elect and governor-elect in the various states follow exactly what is contained in their manifestos and implement the latter. Anything other than the implementation of what they promised Nigerians during their campaigns will be a total waste of votes in general. Sunday Moses Evi Evi says, who is a very, very vehemence on his um, inclusion of the egos. He says, I still maintain my stance. Any appointments that will be made by this incoming government under BCM must include egos. But I'm very disappointed by this appointment. Since 1999, the Igbo community have contributed in the development of Plateau economically. Okay. OJ and Nahoru says, for me on the plateau, BCM will perform more than what APC did on the plateau. APC and Lalong are complete. Okay, okay, calm down, bruv, calm down. Easy. Um, David Dawop says, good governance is possible with BCM by monitoring and recruiting the best brains to do the job. Bulu's Fire, Bulu's Fire says, to me, there's no need for any subcommittee. 
because apart from the cost of running those committees, the committee members may be disturbing the government for appointments because many believe being in the committee links you with an appointment after the assignment. Of course, it's an enjoying thing. Finally, on um, Facebook, um, is Izanga Stefano says, I don't think Nigerians should expect more change from the new administration because the economy is too bad already. It will take the new administration sometimes to take shape. May God help us in this country. That's all the messages I can take this morning on Facebook. All right. Uh, because of want of time, I would just ask um, Dr. Philip and Corey Steve in 30, oh, yeah, 30 seconds to uh, react to the calls and also the comments and your final words. Yeah, so um, great um, perspective from our callers and, and the comments made. Um, the incoming um, frame would sure need a great degree of um, revenue generation frames yeah. and revenue wealth creation efforts mm. because there are huge demands to be serviced and it would greatly depend on the size of the cake baked to be served the people um, to be governed. And I, I, I dare say that the expressions have been very clear. Um, the transition committee is largely an unpaid committee, as even stated by the governor-elect yeah. yesterday. And um, these persons are persons of huge um, capacity. Um, a professor that served um, as an ambassador to the food, um, to the global food organization, mm. um, Professor Lombin, and another numerous um, sound scholars and um, legal luminaries. And um, it's been an expression of um, some um, dissatisfaction and some critique of the composition. But I dare say that it appears that we'll be having a diverse, m diversely managed frame going forward. And most importantly, we need to know, just as uh, Mr. Lucas said, what the debt profile is, but the transition committee must do a diligent job. And um, Plateau needs a whole lot of healing so that we don't run into a republic of just um, tribesmen and clerics. Mm. We need a republic of patriots. Exactly. And as that is done, we must move towards um, immense healing, immense uh, management of um, dissent, such that our republic and our democratic space accommodates dissenting voices and critical voices because it sure would make them um, big salad we want to be palatable. I wanted to the more divergent the, the, the of views, the more. If it's 24 <laughs> inches, cake, how or to The larger, years. the better, so that we all get a sizable ah. portion that would go around and make sure life is worth living here. The change we desire is sure achieved and um, mm. the essence of democracy is achieved. All right. Probably Steve in 30 seconds. To me, the governor have said he's open to criticism. Mm. I wish to see him act it and leave it because it's mm. not just saying it's True. about acting it and living and then, it. Mm -hmm. Dissent voices from PDP, from opposition, mm -hmm. from people on the plateau. Mm -hmm. That's the only way to help plateau. Mm -hmm. And that's the best way to go. And beyond that, you should set template for everything. Mm -hmm. And make sure that you also use this opportunity to identify power mongers. Mm -hmm. So that you take them out sure. of the corridor. Because yeah. some of them don't have business in governance. They only come in as pests and parasites and run the government down. Mm -hmm. So you should identify those people and keep them at arm length. Most yeah. importantly, he should rule with the fear of God mm. and know very sure that the more he represents the people, the better. Yeah. If he goes the other way, I love yeah. the people of Plato. The same room they use on other people. <laughs> they <laughs> use it all right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Philip Younger, for coming on the show. And thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, quickly, congratulations to Mr. Youngbear. Uh, funny enough, the media... <laughs>
Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.